Hey, before Alyssa gets here, I got what you asked for. Stop getting easily distracted and be more present as a busy Christian woman. The number one thing you told her you want is to fully focus on what matters most in the moment and consistently follow through on what you say you will do, even when life gets distracting. Is that true for you? Imagine if you knew exactly when and where to spend your time so that you don't drop the ball on your priorities and you're no longer only half present with those around you and feel like you have plenty of time for what matters. Does that sound amazing? For a limited time, you can access the Redeem Her Time beta coaching program at a very reduced price, in exchange for your feedback, of course. And here's what you get. A personalized time audit system to look at where your time and attention is going. A one-hour, one-on-one schedule-shaping strategy session to create your personalized plan. And two weeks of testing your personalized schedule with individualized feedback. And for the first five people, it's just, well, I could tell you, but it would break the internet. So send an email to lissa at redeemhertime.com and just say the word me to grab one of the first five spots. And no worries if you're number six, you'll still get an amazing rate plus all the perks and know that it will never be this price again. If you've got questions, you can email me at lissa at redeemhertime.com and ask away. So that way you can see if it would be a good fit for you. I can't wait to see how this helps you make the best use of your time, my friend. Here she comes. Gotta go. Hey, busy girl. Welcome to the Redeem Her Time podcast. Do you wish you were able to actually follow through on intentions and know where God wants you to focus? Do you find yourself looking up daily routines, time management, or life balance? Do you try to stick to your priorities, but find yourself overwhelmed and overcommitted because you said yes yet again? That's not the life he intends for you. Hey, I'm Lissa. Christian time management coach, priorities protector, and recovering to-do list girl. And I get it. I filled my plate with all the things and felt stretched too thin and only half present. I wanted to say no without the guilt so I could be available for what mattered most. But I felt like I didn't have enough time, energy, or self-discipline to make it all happen. Then God led me to manage my time with faith as a foundation. On this podcast, you'll discover how to know what he's called you to, make the best use of your time and overcome distractions so you can be more present and lovingly say no. It's time to give your best time and attention to what matters in this season and in light of eternity. Grab something to sip and open up your heart and calendar. I'm about to show you how to redeem your time with God at the center of it all. You ready? Hey friend. Just want to say thanks for being a faithful follower of the podcast. And I'm so glad that you're a follower of Jesus too. Did you know that the downloads have nearly doubled in the past month? I'll take that as a good sign that this podcast has God's blessing because I believe he's mightier than the algorithm to bring that growth and that this podcast has your ear because it's what your heart needs. In fact, on a recent schedule shaping strategy session, I shared with a client what I've written on a post-it on my computer. It says, busy is not a disordered schedule. It's a disordered heart. Wow. That was a mic drop moment for us on that call and really directed how we created her list of what matters and her ideal weekly schedule to give it the attention that she and God desires. Speaking of which, there are only a few spots left to grab a one hour session with me this month. So let me talk to that busy and bustling girl listening. If your life is already low key and always laid back, 
you can just sit this part out or fast forward 30 seconds or so. But if you're here and you're feeling the struggle and stress from nearly the minute you wake up till you drop in bed exhausted, probably later than you should, and wonder where did the time go? And what did I actually do today? It's time to push pause to change that with a simple system and support. You may not feel like you can afford an hour of your precious time, but I'm here to tell you, if you keep going like this, living off good intentions and running from one fire to the next with your own hair on fire, you can't afford not to invest an hour because eventually it will cost you way more. Together, we'll take a look at where your time is actually going, not just where you think it's going and notice judgment-free how that feels. Next, we'll identify what really matters in this season and get rid of what doesn't. Then lay out a plan for how to be fully present in each part of your day in a way that doesn't feel overwhelming or draining. And last, you'll put it to test in your real life and we'll work together to tweak it over the next two weeks and work out the kinks where your time is still stuck. Do you remember that girl I shared the quote with? She came on the call heavy laden. In fact, she shared she'd been ironing, stirring a pot and doing something else I can't remember all at the same time, right before we got on. No wonder she was tired. But by the end of just a one hour session, I sensed a lightness. So I asked her, what made the shift? Since nothing had changed on the outside about her circumstances. And do you know what she said? Having someone help her look at her time and tasks from a different perspective showed her things she wasn't seeing on her own. And now she had hope that by having a plan, she could make time with God and her family a priority and show up fully present and not try to keep doing three things at once. That's schedule shaping and heart transforming. Girl, push pause, go grab a spot with a link in the show notes before they're gone so you can feel the shift too. I get it. I can totally relate to her plight. Feeling like everyone and everything needs your attention all at once and you running around, ironing, stirring, and forgetting whatever it was you were going to do, thinking that was truly loving God and serving those he's called you to? I think Martha could relate. I'm sure you're familiar with the story of Mary and Martha and what happened when Jesus came to their house in Luke 10. I just got to say, I think Martha gets a bad rap because when the son of God and his disciples pop by for lunch, I think I'd be scrambling to get things on the table too, but she didn't have Instacart or Instapot to help. Meanwhile, her sister Mary was just sitting at the Lord's feet, listening to him teach and soaking it all in. Now, (laughs) I don't know about you, but us doers, We don't much like it when those around us are oblivious to the fact that we could use some help around here. No wonder Martha got frustrated with her sister. Doubtless, she was giving her the ahem and the psst and the evil eye from around the corner. But Mary seemed to not even notice or care. After her fruitless attempts to get her sister to help, she went to the authority in the house, Jesus, and says, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? And without giving him time to answer, she adds an imperative, aka command, tell her to help me. My ESV translation has an exclamation mark because I'm sure she was very emphatic by this time. I would be too. Everything she said was true. Her sister had left her to do the work by herself. But Jesus doesn't address the bustling kitchen. He addresses her busy heart. Martha, Martha. I don't think he said it in an exasperated tone like I do with my kids when I've asked them to come help and I finally have to take things to the next level to get their attention. 
He says it with grace and kindness as he always does. And then he goes on. You are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed or indeed only one. What's needed? The pot that's boiling over? The silverware that needs to be polished? The drinks that need to be poured? Nope, nothing in the kitchen. It's what's happening in the living room. Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her. And then the story ends. What? Don't leave us hanging, Lord. Did she huff back into the kitchen because food needed to be served? Did she untie her apron and go sit by her sister? We don't know for sure, but we can catch a glimpse of her heart later in the story in John 11, when Mary and Martha's brother Lazarus was dead and already in the grave two days, I might add. Check out what happened in John 11, 20 through 27. So when Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him, but Mary remained seated in the house. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know that whatever you ask from God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, yes, Lord. I believe that you are the Christ, the son of God who is coming into the world. Did you feel the shift? Now Martha is the one running to the Lord and speaking back the truth that he's been sharing about who he was and why he came. I think Martha finally figured out what was better. What matters more, don't you? Martha had to put down her spoon, her apron, and her attitude to give him her attention. And maybe those are what fill your time these days in this modern world too, but I'm guessing what's in your hand in the kitchen is not the problem. It's what's in your hand everywhere you go that needs to be put down to focus on what matters more, your phone. (laughs) You probably knew I was going to say that since we're still inside the Redeem Her Phone Time Challenge series, right? Or maybe you knew because it's true. The ESV says Martha was distracted with much serving. She was trying to serve others, and still, that was not what mattered most in the moment. But sadly, when it comes to us and our phones, we're often distracted serving ourselves, feeling good about the likes and comments, searching for what will fix our problem, having to be in the know about everyone and everything around the world. Our phones distract us from the one thing that's necessary, our relationship with him. So today, I'm not going to give you another five tips or tools to help you make your phone less attractive or less accessible. Although I hope you did listen to those on episode 109, 111, and 113, or go back and listen after this. Today, I'm going to give you four reminders about what does matter that should make you put your phone down as a committed follower of Christ. And these are all things from the gospel of Luke that Jesus himself reminded the people of in his day too. Oh wait, no, I picked John. Sorry. If they needed it back then, how much more do we need it in this age of digital distraction? Are you ready? Number one, the gospel. The gospel should get more of our likes, comments, and shares than anything we see or post on our devices. The gospel changes everything because it's a story of redemption, of God reaching out to man and inviting him to do life with him, which can only be made possible by the death and resurrection of his son. I love that Martha heard it directly from Jesus and it changed her heart. And I dare say how she used her time and how she lived her life. 
John 3.16 is familiar, but foundational. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. Preach the gospel to yourself every day, and then go flesh it out in the way you live that matters for eternity, and reflect his grace to the world around you, rather than sharing another link to something that will not last beyond this life. The gospel doesn't want to compete with the notifications in your phone, so you got to put it down. Number two, abiding. Now, it just hit me that this podcast airs on the very day that we touch down in Central Asia to go serve missionaries there who are sharing the good news of the Muslim world around them. And the main focus of our trip is to encourage and equip them on a team retreat up in the mountains around the topic of abiding in Christ. Jesus says in John 15, 4, Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. Just like those missionaries we cannot, who cannot open the blinded hearts of those around them who are lost on their own, we in the Western world cannot do anything of eternal significance in our own strength either. No one would expect a branch laying on the ground to produce fruit because it's not connected to the source it needs for life. Yet, we think that we can bear fruit on our own when we're pouring from an empty cup. That's why you need to block off your morning and evening refills every day before anything else. And if you need help doing that, then grab a session with me. But you got to put your phone down to disconnect from the world and truly connect to the source of your life. Number three, praying. I don't know about you, but even without leaving my home here on the figgy farm, I can talk to a lot of people in my day, often all over the world. Many, in fact, in fact, all of those conversations, whether over text, email, or an old-fashioned phone call, are in alignment with who God is calling me to serve. But how much time do I spend talking with my father, the one who I say it's all for? You see, it's easy to spend a lot of time talking about him, but how much are you talking to him? Probably little in comparison. And I've certainly wasted a lot of time and effort going after things I thought he would tell me to do without actually taking the time to ask and listen. (laughs) You too. But when you put your phone down, you can actually have a conversation. In John 16, 23 through 24, Jesus says, Truly, truly, I say to you, whatever you ask of the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. But you got to actually talk to the Father, a.k.a. pray, and it's got to be in Jesus' name, which should keep your heart in check about what you're asking. And the result will be the fullness of joy, which can only come from him and which you cannot get from a device. But you got to put your phone down to pray and talk with him. Unless, of course, you're using the PrayerMate app that I recommended. And number four, his presence. This is the beauty of the with God principle we've been talking about. God actually wants to dwell with his people. And he didn't pick the Israelites nor us based on what we did, but on who he is and his desire to be present with us. I love what Jesus says in John 14, 23. If anyone loves me, he will keep my word and my father will love him and we will come to him and make our home with him. Before Christ, God's presence dwelt in the tabernacle and then in the temple. But since Christ opened the way to God, he now dwells in our hearts. But are we being present to his presence? Recently, I had a realization about Instagram. I had continued posting there because I thought I needed a, quote, presence on that platform. 
But I realized that if anyone liked, commented, or messaged me there, I would have no idea and I would miss the opportunity to connect or serve because I wasn't truly present. So that's why I no longer even post there. My apologies if you were one of the ones who got lost in the cracks of my lack of presence. Being present to his presence for sure includes putting down your biggest distraction, your phone. So there you have it. Four reminders about what matters more that should make you put down your phone. The gospel, abiding, prayer, and his presence. The question is, are you going to choose the one thing that is necessary? The better thing? I hope so. So the count of three, let's both put down our phones together. You ready? One, two, wait, 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 wait. We can't do that without taking a minute to reflect on the gospel, abide in him and be aware of his presence through prayer. So let's do that first. Dear father, you told us to come to you in Jesus name. So that's what we are doing. Thank you for the gospel, for sending your son to take our place, to pay for our sin so that we can be in right relationship with you. We don't want to be the branch by all by itself. We want to be connected to you, the true vine who gives us life and causes us to bear fruit. We want to be in such close communion with you that our heart truly desires the things of you and that you are the source of our overflowing joy. And we long to be aware of your presence not distracted by the shiny things of this world, but gazing at your beauty and accepting your invitation to the with God life. We confess that when our phones are in our hands, our hearts are often far from you. By your strength, help us to put them down so we can sit at your feet and listen to your voice because we know that you are the resurrection and the life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, I want to invite you to come join us inside the Redeem Her Time community. And let's talk more about what matters more than our phones and help hold one another accountable to actually put them down. The struggle is real. That's why we need each other, my friend. I'll drop the link in the show notes so you can find us. Thanks for joining me for this episode. And until next time, remember, you do have all the time you need to do all he has called you to. Be available to who and what matters most in this season and in light of eternity, because you are here for such a time as this. Okay, back to the countdown. Three, put it down and go focus on what matters more than your phone. Hey, before you go, I pray this episode blessed you, challenged you, and moved you to take action. So, what was the one thing God showed you today? I'd love to hear. So would you take a minute to leave a review on Apple Podcasts? It makes my heart smile, and that way I know you're liking the show. And... It helps other busy Christian women, just like you, find real life answers too. Speaking of which, grab the link and share this with someone you know that's been praying for a breakthrough. And don't forget to come join the after party inside the Redeem Her Time community. We're not just about knowing, we're about doing, together. Head on over to redeemhertime.com to join the community, leave a question to be featured on the podcast, schedule a free 15-minute strategy session, or all the above. Of course, I'll drop the link in the show notes because I know you're a busy girl. Look carefully then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Ephesians 5, 15 through 16. I'll see you in a few days, friend. God bless.